It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Week four of the NFL season is in the books, notwithstanding, of course, Monday Night Football, but we're here to react to what happened on Sunday today on the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast. You are Locked On NFL Scouting with the Draft Dudes, your daily podcast for NFL and college football scouting, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's better than this? It's guys being dudes here on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. We're the Draft Dudes. I'm Joe Marino from Locked On Bills. He's Kyle Krabs from Locked On Dolphins. And we are your NFL experts here with you daily to talk team building across the league on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast with the Draft Dudes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'd like to thank you for making Locked On NFL Scouting your first listen every day. And a big welcome and shout out to our everydayers. You know who you are. Those of you who never miss a single episode, we appreciate y'all being here very, very much. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NFL. That's linkedin.com slash NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Joe, uh, happy Monday to you. Happy October to you. Happy Victory Monday to those of us who are observing. And uh, quarter mark, just about the quarter mark, the old school quarter mark of the NFL season is now here. And it's a good chance to kind of zoom out, take a look at some stuff from a big picture perspective and uh, ask yourself what you thought you knew and if it was right or if it was wrong. Sort of some of both, right? That's that's kind of where we're at. Some some good takes and perceptions on teams entering the year, some that haven't uh, quite lived up to what we thought good and bad but I guess before we get into all of this man a big congratulations to you at the start of the show here welcoming a baby boy to the world on Saturday morning so starting off with some congratulations thank you when we do the draft dads podcast uh we'll tell the story of the entire Mm. experience and I'm sure it's one that some people uh, can relate to but definitely a uh very stressful start to the weekend. I'll just put it that way. Without I was stressed listening to the story and I knew how it ended. Yeah. I'm sitting there FaceTiming you. You're going through this with me. And I was like, I was on the edge of my seat biting my fingernails. Yeah, it was um it was an unideal start to the uh delivery process. Very uh I'm trying to think of a good football anal- analogy. It was I don't know, there there were a lot of blowout games on this weekend slate, so I don't They don't have like a game that you could point to to be like the ending of that game kind of felt like what it was like Um, because a lot of these games got off the rails. But, uh, yeah, had a chance to uh, watch college football from uh, the hospital, uh, the the postpartum. And and I was home last night with my daughter and kind of got the the house prepped for come home. And when we're done here, I'm going to go pick up my wife and bring her and, and my son home and do that whole thing. So I can only imagine what that's like the whole family there. Uh, mom and baby are healthy. I think that's, yes, everybody's that's, good. Everybody should, should know here. Crazy story, but everyone's good. So we have 
AFC results, NFC results, thought or not. And thought or not is an idea that I had while I was up at 3 a.m. with a baby, thinking about how we would best be presented to kind of make sure we keep this show fresh. So it's I'm going to present Joe with some thoughts or statements based off of games that happened. And Joe's going to say, yeah, that's a legit thought or it's not a legit thought. So from an AFC standpoint, uh, you had the Chiefs last night winning against the Jets, 23-20. A lot of controversy at the end of the game, whether or not Sauce Gardner had defensive holding, uh, which on the lexicon of all of the Sauce Gardner defensive holdings, I think it was pretty light, right? Yeah. I mean, uh-huh. he's he's held a lot more and not got called for, for it than in contrast to that one. Right. You had the Chargers nearly chargering again. They beat the Raiders by a final score of 24-17. to 17. What about that throw? How about the third and 10 throw to Palmer? Yeah. Justin Herbert's a, a warrior out there with that whole apparatus on his hand and still being able to sling the ball around. The Titans walloped the Bengals 27 to 3. Good job, Tennessee. Good win. Good win. Good win, Tennessee. The Houston Texans walloped the oh, Steelers. Kyle, we were silly on that one, man. 30 silly. to 6. We were silly on that one. We knew Houston had the stuff. The Ravens walloped the Browns 28 to three. I th- I was thinking Watson was going to play, man. Well, and it was, it was that way until like an hour before the game I was like, yeah, Oh yeah, like, never mind. we're going to pull the rug out. He's not going to play like car plays. Bryce young plays. I'm, and Watson was like the least concerned about playing. Well, play. So I know he didn't throw all week. And then I, like, I he, felt like he was going to play the, the bills walloped to the dolphins, 48 to 20. Go ahead. You've been offering a comment after each game. You can offer a comment here. Big win for the Bills. Play good defense. Josh Allen played great. And then your overlap is the Patriots got walloped. The uh, the Broncos had a big comeback win. The Colts had a big comeback fall short. And Jacksonville just smothered the uh, Falcons as kind of your interconference. Just a full recap of all the AFC teams. Where do you want to start? It's a nice recap, but uh, this Houston Houston Pittsburgh game, thirty to six. C.J. Stroud is amongst the passing leaders for yet another week. Uh, Sixteen of thirty for three hundred six, two touchdowns, pass rating of one hundred eleven point two, with a skeleton crew of what their offensive line is supposed to look like. This is really um, not good for Pittsburgh, I would say. I have major concern. Pittsburgh's defense was supposed to be the backbone. Offensively, you knew there were question marks on the offense from a coaching staff perspective. Kenny Pickett has not taken a step forward right now. But 30 points for Houston against Pittsburgh is where the alarms start going off for me. And I look at Pittsburgh and I'm like, Man, y'all got y'all got to figure out some stuff. But we were concerned about the backhead coming into the season. I mean, the game was sixteen to six going into the fourth quarter, and then Houston scores fourteen unanswered in the fourth quarter to really cement the game. Pickett gets hurt in this game. I feel like Pickett just has no idea what to do when there's any pressure. I mean, you don't I feel like dropping. there's any answers. No, so I think you have I think you have bad scheme, but also. 
how do you even blame Pickett, right? How do you even put it back right. on him? I can't even do it. I can't even like in good faith say it. He's not being helped at all. Warren, Jalen Warren with the fumble in this game. Hopefully, I mean, I haven't heard anything about the extent of Pickett's injury, but I mean, he couldn't finish the game. He had that he was limping around on a knee. Trubisky came in. But obviously, I mean, CJ, stories, it, it, we, it's surely Pittsburgh disappointing, whatever. Like, to me, it's about Houston. They're 2-2. Two and two. CJ Stroud's playing really good football. Clearly, can like, can we talk about Nico Collins? Yeah, Nico Collins. We watched the tape. We kind of felt this coming. I mean, and they don't even have the offensive line close to what it should be. And they're going to get some of those guys back. They won't get everybody back, but they're going to get some back. And they'll need it because they ran the ball, I think, like 40 times for like 3.5 yards per carry or whatever. Like, yeah. they didn't gouge you up. They didn't have a ton of success running the ball. That Those reinforcements up front will help. But if you keep throwing the ball like this and you continue to have Nico Collins, who's getting targeted 10 times a game and making the most of it and making plays in all facets, it's going to continue to open things up. And look, let's be honest, Jacksonville has underachieved versus what our expectations were. And they had a a nice win that was boosted by uh, a pick six against the Falcons in London. Tennessee's two and two. This whole division is two and two. Right. So as you get deeper into the season, you look at what Houston has with their young guys, and you're like, man, if they keep playing and they, they stay in this, this could get interesting for them. Yeah. Those interdivision games are going to be huge because it's, it looks like it's going to be pretty tight throughout. I mean, you saw it last year. Teams went on runs, both good and bad, right? Jacksonville won a bunch of games. Tennessee lost a bunch of games. So it'll play itself out. But early indication is that this is going to be a really competitive division, and while there may not be a great team, I don't think there's a terrible team based right. on what we've seen so far. Right. You want to get one more game in here? Yeah, I'm, I feel like I talk about the Bengals and the Titans. Where, I mean, like, at what, yeah. at, what, at what point is Cincinnati just telling us that we're not that good this year? And maybe right maybe, maybe Joe right Burrow's, like, like, I get it. He's certainly not right. But at what point do you, like, that's why you have to make decisions to protect players from themselves and like play the bit. You got to play the long game with a franchise quarterback. And, he and if got, he's not he got walloped a few times in that. Oh, game too. big hits, man. And like credit, let's give credit to Tennessee. They were able to be efficient on offense. Derek Henry, certainly highlight real plays in this one. Good pressure on the quarterback. You know, they won by 24 points. And so like they get credit here, but I mean, the Bengals are just completely to me, they're right out of this conversation when it comes to, contending in the AFC a lot of season left one and three they I mean they were two games below 500 last year and certainly put it all together but I I just I question the health of Joe Burrow how he's being handled Jamar Chase is getting real loud right now doesn't seem healthy there right now always bleeping open and then the offensive line's not playing well either no there's and that's the thing is there's we talk about this Bengals scheme it requires Joe Burrow to be an elite processor, elite decision maker, and elite accuracy all the time. And there's nothing, there's nothing in their bag to lean into that they can go to when every like when Joe's not on his game. And so I think I don't know, like some of the worst of your concerns with Cincinnati have manifested themselves already oh, this year. And hey, by the way, T, T. Higgins, I believe I saw was broken ribs. Gonna miss some time. Rains and pours, right? All right, we're going to 
talk about the NFC side of things here in just a moment. But first, need to tell you about LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. And folks, it's so easy to create a free job post over at LinkedIn Jobs. And then once you do, add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. That's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NFL. That's linkedin.com slash NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. On the NFC side of things, of course, you had Detroit go into Lambeau and win by two touchdowns uh, on Thursday Night Football. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings came to the Queen City and won 21-13 in a battle of beatens uh, to push the Panthers to 0-4 to start the season. <laughs> Two nice goofy defensive touchdowns in that one, right? Yeah, you're already seeing the calls for a complete reset out of Panthers fans. Four games in with a new head coach. So, yeah, I think I think they... Icy. It's one of those deals where they saw Matt Rule and kind of the early signals that it was not going to be good, and Frank Bright gets no benefit of the doubt. Sure. Uh, the Eagles eke out an overtime win against the Commanders. Winning close game games this year, probably right? Closer than it should have been. Honestly. Washington, Washington fought back, give them credit, and Eagles yep. keep winning close ones, right? Yep. Uh, and they've had what a heart attack inducing game just about every time out three, three out of four. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They, they kind of pulled away from uh, Tampa last Monday. Uh, and then you had, speaking of Tampa, they walloped the saints 26 to nine. I think we need to probably fill out our Tampa Bay Buccaneers apology forms. Looks a really quality win on the road. Yeah. Uh, 26 to nine San Francisco. Good teams win. Great teams cover. San Francisco covers 35 to 16 win over the scrappy Cardinals. Four touchdowns for CMC. Yeah, this keeps rolling. Brock Purdy undefeated as a starter. Yeah, right. Almost a full season's worth of starts under his belt at this point. Guys never lost. We'll see what happens next week. They got that. Uh, they're, they're hosting Dallas mm. Sunday night football. So we can listen to. Chris Collinsworth tried to manufacture another storyline like he was trying to manufacture that Zach Wilson was fixed. And, oh, Zach. <laughs> Drop yeah, we won't go there. Uh, Monday Night Football, Giants tonight uh, hosting the Seahawks and then the interconference games. Uh, Atlanta offensively slept walk through another game, just refusing to involve their best players. Quarterback play probably very problematic at this stage. Hey, how about Jonu Smith? Johnny Smith, though, almost uh, the highest single game tight end 
receiving output of any tight end in the league though thus far this season 95 yards yeah i think that i think i saw that the highest individual tight end yardage mark through four weeks all right uh the rams uh stave off the colts Chicago with another all-time doozy Chicago Bears thing today. They were competitive. They were competitive. They they were up, Joe, 21 with 19 minutes left in the game. I know. I'm sitting there thinking, like, all right, they they figure something out this week. Have they turned a corner? Nope. 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 And then Dallas uh, did to Bill Belichick what Bill Belichick spent a long time doing to other teams. Uh, because they absolutely smothered New England. Uh, Dallas has given up 41 points in four games. I think their defense might have scored more points than their defense has conceded through four weeks. <laughs> might, it might be true, right? They dropped they got two, with a pick six and LB, right? Touchdowns. Yeah. I, I, Belichick and Mac Jones looked pretty frustrated last, uh, well, it was in the afternoon game, but. Good, good for Dallas to bounce back, right? Not let it, not let it cost you more than it needed to cost you. Kind of a weird week. Certainly didn't play the game they expected against Arizona, but yeah. I think bouncing back with a thirty-five point win, you know, kind of re- reassert yourself. Like, okay, they're good. Yep. New England turned the ball over three times, ten first down, lost time possession by ten minutes, two hundred fifty-three yards offense. Mac Jones gets sat down in that game for Bailey Zappi. Two defensive touchdowns for Dallas. It's um. Not looking good for Green or for New England right now, but that's that's more about we want to keep it more about Dallas because we're on the NFC side of things. Deron, I mean, Theron Bland out of his mind there with the two picks. I mean, and they didn't even get like the big sack production you kind of thought Dallas might be able to get in this game. Uh, only only two sacks in the game, so big plays on defense, but coming in different ways than you kind of anticipate them. Um, can we talk about? Minnesota, Carolina again, and just go back and, and we we spent a lot of time throwing flowers at a rookie quarterback on the AFC side of things with CJ Stroud. Uh, this was the worry with Bryce, right? It was against a pressure oriented defense. You hear they're um, they're reportedly looking to buy here and build. They're looking for a wide receiver. Do you think they'll call on Chase Claypool and oh gosh, kick Please. the tires on that one? I'm sure you can back fumble to trade 32 for Chase Claypool and then ask him to stay home a month into the next season. You want to talk about compounding your problems at wide receiver? Go ahead and add Chase Claypool to your mix. Right. Yeah. You got to figure something else out. It's not Chase Claypool. I mean, Andy Dalton threw for what? 350 last week with these receivers. He did. But you also look at, you know, Bryce sacked five times. Lost fifty five yards on on those five sacks. Fumbled that one. Had the fumble. Yep. Like marginal amount of contact. Should not have fumbled the ball. That's just a team. I I don't know how much better I see getting for Carolina right now. I mean, they're in Detroit and in Miami the next two weeks. Yeah, those seems like those seem like not great opponents for them to have to deal with, especially with like with Detroit showing on defense. You know they can score, they can pound the rock. Minnesota rushed for 135 six yards a carry against this team. Yeah, I think and that's then they, come out, they, they get a bye week seven, and then you you kind of just hope you can batten down the hatches after the bye, because then you you host Houston, 
you host Indy. So you but those games the aren't top- the cake. Those are tougher games than we thought, right? right. I'm not saying they're winnable games, but at least yeah. it's a, you batten down the hatches and then uh-huh. on a short week so you we, go to Chicago. Is it so it's head to head back to back weeks, Bryce Young versus CJ Stroud and Anthony Richardson? Correct. That's so fun. That's the Halloween and the week after. First okay. week of November. I dig that. That's fun to me. So if you're you're Carolina, it it probably gonna get a little rocky here before the bye. Because you got two row games against teams that that have a combined record of six and two, and they're capable of scoring a lot of points. Bucks are certainly proven to be a scrappy team. That's not an easy out. They play Detroit next week, which is an interesting matchup. Oh, week six, they get a bye. Oh, we're Their into next that game. We're into that window. Bye yeah. weeks. Bye weeks in week four. Come on, dude. Could you imagine having your week four bye week and then you got to play? Well, it's, I mean, it's technically week five. Yeah, it's, but you played four, so you got thirteen games left. So you got to right. play thirteen in a row, and if you make the playoffs, I mean, you get. I mean, you're going to play fourteen, fifteen, sixteen weeks. Still, they're three one. They might get first round by. Who knows? Right? They might. They might. Someone can beat the 49ers and the Eagles, but they'll play each other soon enough here. Uh, yeah, I think you acknowledge that New Orleans had injuries, but you also that was not a game that was decided by injuries. Right. That was Tampa's defense, I think, played an excellent game. And, uh, you know, Baker Mayfield showing a little life, maybe, maybe not DOA after all with the concerns that you had. And you reflect on Carolina and how messy that situation was and how banged up the Rams were last year and how quickly he got thrown into the deep end of the pool. And obviously the ending in, in Cleveland was auspicious for Baker, but I don't know. Like I'm rooting for him to be a thing. I would love to see Baker Mayfield still be a thing. I would agree. And I'll tell you this. I don't think the lows with Baker Mayfield were as bad as people wanted them to be, or people make them out to be. There's still plenty of good in Baker Mayfield's resume. And I don't think he's ever had a stable moment yet in his career. Maybe that second season in Cleveland, maybe where he had a little bit of momentum. That was about it pretty disastrous the rest of the way for him in every scenario as he's been in so actually kind of plays out well it's it's ironic that you know from a, a run game perspective an offensive line perspective tampa's not good right like they can't really run the ball they don't have backs that really move the needle but with the wide receivers the style of wide receivers that they have with baker like it still ends up kind of meshing pretty well so it's like an interesting chemistry experiment for for Tampa, and you're seeing it play out pretty well. And Mike Evans had a hamstring; I think it was a hamstring. Yeah. yeah. So he he was pretty low impact in this game, but nevertheless, Tampa, you know, they're they're going into their bye at three one, and they play their next two games at home. They got Detroit and uh, Atlanta coming out of the bye. So you're you're talking, but they. October 26th, they have a short week road game in Buffalo week eight, but you, you get through week seven, you got two home games. You could take care of business. You might have a, a pretty nice looking record with a, a lot of divisional games still left to play. This is the only divisional game they played so far. Give uh, Dave Canales credit, right? With what he's yep. doing with Baker Mayfield, what he did with Geno Smith last year, then kind of what he's been able to do with Seahawks receivers and their development. I mean, the guy looks like he's on a nice path here and uh, certainly making a name for himself in the, 
offensive coaching world across the NFL right now. All right, Kyle's new segment, Thought or Not, coming up here in just a second. But first, snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because right now, new customers can get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's simply no better time to get in on the action. The app is super easy to use, and there's so many different things that you can bet on, including spreads, player props, over-unders, futures bets, all this stuff over at FanDuel. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and get this NFL season going. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Go back to the AFC. My first thought is that the Pittsburgh Steelers will not have three wins before November. So they have two. They have two. They have they need one more, and their games are Ravens at home by week six at Rams and, and then against, the, against Jaguars. the Jaguars. And, and then they, they play one. Thursday, their week nine home game against the Titans is November 2nd. So they have three games left in October. Hosting Baltimore at LA Rams West Coast trip and hosting Jacksonville. So the thought is Pittsburgh's going to come into November with two wins. Might have a thought there, Kyle. I mean, I, I, why would I give Pittsburgh any benefit of the doubt? Because they're two and two. Doesn't feel like it. I mean, they they beat the Browns with the courtesy of two defensive touchdowns, and they beat the Raiders, who are not a good football team. We're not competitive against Houston and San Francisco. I think I would. I would say, I don't know, can they beat the Rams? Well, what's the common denominator in the blowout losses to the 49ers and Texans? Shanahan offense. Well, here's Sean McVay for you. So they got a little problem there. And I I mean, I don't see the Ravens going well. Maybe they can beat the Jaguars. I think I got a thought. Uh, My next thought. Let's go over to uh, the NFC. And my thought is that the San Francisco 49ers will complete the prophecy. And Brock Purdy's first 16 games, he will be 16-0 and as a star. So what's he at right now? He's at 12-0. and So he needs four more. And the then Cowboys, they, they have four and then the bye. The Cowboys, Browns, Vikings, Bengals. Home against Dallas. And home against Cincinnati. The other two are on the road. Yeah, what? what I mean, sure, I think so. I, it certainly, I, I think the 49ers have the formula for Dallas, right? Like, with their ability to control the line of scrimmage and run the football. Yeah, I think, I think you're going to see. I think it's going to happen. I think you got a thought. I agree. My next thought 
is that even in spite of the head-to-head issues, the New England Patriots will finish behind the New York Jets in the final AFC East standings. Oh, man, that's tough, Kyle. Zach Wilson played a lot better against Kansas City. It was competent quarterback play. Chris Collinsworth Collinsworth would tell you that Zach Wilson would have beat any quarterback that was not Patrick Mahomes in all time with how well Zach Wilson played in about 30 minutes of that game, but digress. Oh, man, Kyle. Um, I'm going to go with a not there. A not. You're not buying this. Not buying it. I think the Patriots finish ahead of the Jets. So the schedule softens up a little bit for New England, but not a ton. They're both one and three, and New England has a head-to-head win. They host the Saints. It's a winnable game, right? Like, like it or not, New Orleans, offensively, it's just not clicked. Then they're at the Raiders. I think they can get both of those games. I think they could. Then they're Bills, Dolphins, host the Commanders, and host the Colts before they're by. Yeah, I kind of feel like when you when the Patriots are playing lesser teams, I or mediocre teams, I kind of I kind of like them. Their losses of this year come to the Eagles, Dolphins, and Cowboys. Man, they haven't scored more than twenty points in a game. Might be talking myself out of this. Right. You sit here and, and that Jets defense, they still play fast. Jets have Broncos next week and then they host the Eagles. Kind of low key interested in that game a lot because Philly's kind of stumble bummed through some games. Yeah. You just saw the, the Jets punch up on KC a bunch on Sunday Night Football. And a week where you, seems like there was turmoil in the locker room and the defense is turning right. on Robert right. Sala. Well, they seem to be pretty oh, happy. Aaron Rodgers returned and saved the day. Sat there, you know, Aaron Rodgers is the sage voice of wisdom to come in and say, guys, stop pointing fingers at each other. We're on the same team. Let's row in the same direction here. That's paraphrasing. That's not the actual quote. I might have been talking. I might have talked myself out of this. If you look, if you looked at all the individual units, the best unit on either side of the ball for either team is the Jets defense, right? And they can run the ball. Quite frankly, they should have beat the Patriots when they, they played each other last week. Last very game of the year. The Jets, I, I'm very impressed that the Jets are not laying down and dying, and they were down 17-0 in the first 10 minutes of the game. And yeah. they were in a position to win the game at the end of the game. But the clamps down. Yeah, they did. Does that tell you more, more about the Jets or more about the Chiefs? I think we we haven't seen the Chiefs be dominant really this year outside of that Bears game. So I, I mean okay, I think they're gonna be okay in the Congrats long run. But... The Bears game, right? Like Right. Now that look at what's their upcoming they got Vikings, Broncos, Chargers, Broncos. I mean, how many points? Those, how many, there could be some great get-right opportunities with those Broncos game, and that that what, first Broncos game is a short week at home too on Thursday. What's Mahomes going to do with that defense? Now, I think I think you're seeing the lack of wide receiver talent for 
KC. I mean, Jawan Taylor's just a disaster at right tackle. We kind of fit, we kind of twenty million dollar year player, Joe. That's that's the price of signing starting free agent offensive lineman. Been better off just putting Andrew Wiley back out there for the third of that cost. Who signed for seven and a half per? Yeah. Um, my last thought is that the Bengals will not get above five hundred this season. Oh. Down bad and staying down bad. So they're two under 500. Cardinals is their next game. They go Cardinals and Seahawks in the next two before the bye. So they could get back to 500. But then they play the 49ers and the Bills in back to back weeks. Then you get the Texans, who are not a tough or not or not an easy out. Then you got to go to Baltimore on a short week on Thursday night. And you play Pittsburgh and then you play at Jacksonville. How do you look at any of these games for Cincinnati and feel like, you know what, they should have that one? How do you, I mean, I can't get myself in that position. Well, I look at Arizona. I know Arizona is a tough, scrappy team, but I still look at it and say, yeah, they should win that one. Now, if it happens twice, shame on me because I looked at Tennessee and said, yeah, they should have that one because Tennessee's got nothing going in the trenches. And Tennessee just overwhelmed them. So, like the games they should have, Arizona. I don't think it's crazy to say they get to the, the bye week at three and three. I think I don't think Seattle's like a juggernaut team. I think Seattle coming, if it was in Seattle, I'd definitely pick Seattle to win the game. But it's in Cincinnati. So you say, oh, okay, cool. We're back to three and three. You play the 49ers and San Francisco and then play the Bills, who I think are coming off quick. their bye. They better figure it out quick. No, they get extra. Excuse me, they get extra rest because they're playing. The Bills are playing on yeah. Thursday the week before. Yeah. So, like, okay, cool. You got back to five hundred. Now you're back down below five hundred too. And then in the next two game stretch, you got to go to Baltimore and play the Ravens on the road on Thursday night. And then in the next two week block, you got to go to Jacksonville. And yeah, they're playing soft right now. Like they're not playing great football versus their potential. But it's just like there there feels like there's too many bumps in the road for them to climb all the way out of the hole with what it looks like right now. Tend to agree. It's 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 hard to write them off, you know, because I feel like I've gotten in trouble by writing teams off in the past, but it's also really hard to give them the benefit of the doubt. Doesn't look good. Do you have any thoughts? Um well, I can certainly put you on the spot, but right, put me on the spot here. Um, don't know if you had one. Yeah, I I don't want to force it. I don't want to force it. Okay. Well, then that's going to do it for us here on Locked On NFL Scouting. Kyle Krabs, he's Joe Marino. Appreciate you guys checking out the show. You can find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Make it a great rest of your day. We are going to do some big picture stuff this week. Uh, we got to comb through the league. Uh, we have our roster assessments that we're going to be updating, getting some new roster power rankings, probably looking at some coaches and asking ourselves some questions about our coaching rankings as well. We got to look at the rookie class. We got to look at free agent. Like there's a ton that's coming. It's going to be great content. So plan accordingly, hit subscribe, follow along. We appreciate you guys. Check out the show. Talk to y'all again tomorrow. 
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.